Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three stakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hey everyone, PD here. Uh, just have a couple announcements before we get into the episode. Um, first, as you may have heard, Vox Media, in their infinite wisdom, uh, has decided to make severe cuts to SB Nation, and unfortunately, uh, we are affected. Both the Canon and the Canon cast are going to have our contracts terminated at the end of February. Uh, but this is not the end. Uh, we want to keep this going. This The community we've built at the Canon is way too important to just uh, let it go away. So we're going to keep doing our thing. Uh, we're just not going to have the funding from Vox Media. Uh, so to that end... Uh, I've created a GoFundMe. The link is in the description there. Uh, we're not looking for a handout here. Uh, instead, what this is, is a way for me to continue to make sure that my contributors are compensated at the level or close to the level that where they have been uh, under SB Nation. Um, so if you enjoy what we do and are able to support us, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, if you're not able to support us, uh, if you could at least share the link around. That'd be great too, and you know, continue to read the canon, comment at the canon, listen to this podcast, subscribe to this podcast. Um, all those things help us as we move forward, uh, collecting that you know reader data and uh, all that. So um, again, we're going to stick around. We want to cover the rest of the season. We want to cover through the draft, and then hopefully by the off season, we will have uh, a new platform to move to. Um, so we're still working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes here. Uh, but stay tuned and we'll let you know as soon as uh, 
our details are firmed up there, but we appreciate your support through all this. Um, the second bit here is uh, this episode's a little different. Uh, the All-Star game is coming up this weekend in South Florida, so we thought we'd have a Florida man on the podcast. Uh, it's Ryan Nanny from the Shutdown Fullcast. Uh, that's a college football podcast, which I love. So it was great to have him on. We enjoyed recording this. We hope you will, too. Uh, just a fair warning, uh, you know, normally we try to uh, avoid the blue language on this podcast just to keep it, you know, open for everyone. But uh, there is some blue language here. So uh, apologies for that. And just fair warning to put in your headphones or, you know, don't listen to this at the office or around kids or anything like that. But uh, next week we'll be back to our normal way of doing it back to our usual blue jackets coverage and all that. So uh, again, thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to the CanonCast. I'm your host, PD. I'm joined today by Eric Seeds, and we have a very special guest. He is one of the co-hosts of the Shutdown Fullcast, which is the internet's only college football podcast. Ryan Nanny, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. We're so happy to have you here. Uh, First of all, we're going to talk about why are you here? You have a project for 2023. So what is it you're doing uh, that is the reason you're here? Um... So I decided, and if you ask me why, the answer is because I am foolish and just tweet things when they pop into my brain. I was like, you know what's fun? Guesting on podcasts. You know what I should do? As much as that as possible. So I've decided in 2023, I'm going to be on as many podcasts as I can squeeze in, no matter whether I am uh, qualified to be there. As long as I am welcome, I will show up. And that's, I think we're, this is like 13 or so, I think. And That's we're still pretty good. In January. Yeah, it, yeah. To that end, I want to say thank you. I actually listened to one of the ones you guest guest podcasted on the other day when you were uh, doing overrated, underrated on the Puck Soup Patreon. So I want to shout you out for uh, your great takes on grocery store aisles. That was thank uh, you. I when I got the when I got the email notification that you were on that podcast and that it was talking about grocery store aisles. I was like, this is everything I've ever wanted in my life, all <laughs> in, condensed into one podcast. It's like. You know my the my like first internet home my one of my favorite podcasts and they're talking about something completely nonsensical. This is everything I could ever want in my life. So I just want to. It is. It is what I think DARPA had in mind when they created the internet in the first place. Is I think that's where it was me and Greg having dumb opinions about grocery store aisles. And I've just said that we were not the first hockey related podcast that you appeared on here in January. Big upset. Big upset. I agree. So uh, t- I, when you had first posted about it, I had responded, do you want to talk about a bad hockey team, um, which the Blue Jackets are a very bad hockey team. And uh, the full cast after dark did talk about the Blue Jackets briefly uh, on the day that Ohio State lost to Michigan. Uh, and I, you weren't wrong, but still, I have to say, ouch. <laughs> 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 and did we deserve that? Uh, that probably not. No, no, that's probably fair. Most things that are said on the full cast after dark are not deserved. 
Well, I will say this. It made me think about the fact that there's this dichotomy with Ohio State fans where, you know, they say, oh, you know, Ohio State has had like nothing bad happen to them ever. But most Ohio State fans that are like from Ohio, live in Ohio, are also fans of pro Ohio sports teams. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I feel like it's kind of a karmic balance there or or maybe like a picture of Dorian Gray situation. So, like, on the outside, you see, like, hey, there's this really great, happy fan. Yeah. Then on the inside, it's like, oh, there's an old poster of Cleveland Municipal Stadium. And there's, like, uh, you know, Bard Shot's dog, like a stuffed version of that or whatever. <laughs> um, or, do you, you know, know my favorite Do you know my favorite Marge Shot fact that I learned from John Boyce? Oh, Please. my God. Marge Shot, in, I think this was in the 80s, would not pay to have for you when you when you went to a game anywhere in major league baseball at that time if you wanted to get out of town scores literally any score that wasn't the game you were watching you had to pay like 800 800 bucks a game or something for effectively the wire service that Mm -hmm. gave you that and marge shot was so cheap that she would not pay for it so for a while if you went to a reds game you were completely cocooned and 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 all other baseball was was unknown to you because marge shot like wanted to save the teeniest amount of money yeah well that that tracks and a lot of reds fans sometimes do act like they are the only team in baseball so it's not their fault that's just how they were raised yeah. And, you know, but you know, like you see an Ohio State fan if they're going like, yeah, you know, Ohio against the world. Yeah. But then inside it's like, oh, no, world, please stop. Please stop. Please take, it <laughs> take it all yeah. that we can. Yeah. It feels a little bit like um, like when you're playing an RPG and you put all your like you put all your stats into bucks mm-hmm. and it's like, man, I'm, I'm so Buckeye and I forgot to put any stats into Browns whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I I only put a little bit of stats in the Cavs, and that's a big problem now. Like that, I, did, I, think I, did, I didn't know. Funny. I didn't know there was a Columbus Blue Jackets stat to actually like fix. <laughs> I didn't know that this was a thing. Yeah, that's well, the problem. Your at, your attributes are too low. For as smart as Ryan Day is, that you have Brad Larson on the other side. <laughs> so, uh, well, but you also mentioned that you have some experience with bad hockey because you grew up in Tampa. And yeah. so you were there when the lightning came into existence. Yes. So what are your memories of the early days of the lightning? Did you go to games there? Did you go to games when they were at Tropicana Field or whatever? Or- so so uh, I have been, but it wasn't called Tropicana Field right. back then. It was called the Thunderdome. Yes. And that shit ruled. <laughs> as, stupid, as stupid and as annoying as Tropicana Field in, having a, having a hockey stadium called the thunderdome was awesome yeah that i actually think i actually think they played uh before the thunderdome i don't remember the name of it but they played at like the fairgrounds basically mm-hmm. and i want to say i went to a game there that might not have been the first season but it might have been like the second or something so i i went to a handful of lightning games as a youth but it's important to note that these were the lightning that were not, they were bad but mm-hmm. they were i think i can say this they were more or less owned by maybe the yakuza <laughs> at this point in time <laughs> and the problem with that is that the 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 maybe the yakuza didn't really care if they had a not not just good hockey team but a mm-hmm. functional hockey team right so like 
there are all these stories that I went back because I don't remember this happened when I was like seven. I don't mm-hmm. remember it vividly, but I've I've recently gone back and looked into it, and it's like, yeah, there were points where they like couldn't make the payroll, where they just weren't like paying players, mm-hmm. front office members, people who were just keeping the team running. It was a mess, and NHL the NHL briefly considered like putting the team into receivership and basically saying like, we're going to take over the lightning because, and this was only maybe four years after they came into Mm -hmm. existence. It was quick and it was bad, but that like really, I think that really soured a lot of people on the experience because it was like, wait, why do we have, I mean, it's Florida. So of course this is why we have this weird (laughs) money laundering fraud, but yeah, that my early memories of the lightning are uh, messy is how mm-hmm. I put it. Sure. Are, are are there any players from that era that you remember? Anything stand out? God. Any, I mean, um, or any drug deals you remember seeing in the Thunderdome? I if if there if there were, I miss them. Um, I forget her name. I remember. Uh, I want to say Maine in Rome. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. I don't. I wasn't mm-hmm. at the the game. Uh, I think that was a preseason game where right. she uh, played goalie for. Uh, for Tampa, but I remember that was a big thing sure, when that yeah. happened. Um, if I pulled really hard, I could probably come up with some names, but like, unfortunately, most of this time is like clustered with cream skull orange bucks mm-hmm. players instead. So like, <laughs> I knew a lot about Trent Dilfer. <laughs> so it's not like I have better memories; they're just different, and more humid. Yeah, sure. Well, and yeah, I can remember the jackets having a lot of. Uh, Trent Dilfer, if he was a hockey player, so, <laughs> like that's basically Lyle Odeline, I think. So, <laughs> right, yeah, kind of well, do it, still have a few Trent Dilfers, if I'm being honest. But you uh, know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, and, and again, I, I also had experience with him as a Browns fan. So there, there was one year we had Trent Dilfer there on our long jerseys. So, <laughs> um, so what I wanted to do today is to try to compare NHL teams to college football programs. Okay. Now, I came up with this idea before listening to the latest full cast where you guys were comparing football teams to Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, and I'm curious to see how NHL lore will stack up to Overlaps. Warhammer lore. Yeah. Right, Maybe. Right. You have you have picked two topics about, between Warhammer and NHL. These are both things that I know about and I know mm-hmm. people care deeply about and I'm like, oh, I've seen that store, and that's pretty much where I'm at. So, The good news for you is that NHL fans are, are notoriously thick-skinned and don't take anything you say personally. So, Good, good. Just like online gamers, so this is going to go really well. <laughs> so I have to start with, with ourselves here, and I was trying to think of what team is closest to the Blue Jackets, and I think it has to be, because I had to think of like a team that doesn't have a ton of success, has a few big wins here and there, not a long history or anything, and is also generally kind of anonymous and forgettable. And people, like, oh yeah, Columbus has team. So I think we're Iowa State. Okay. Yeah. See, does that does that track with you? Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. 
With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, in that we are completely forgettable and we have basically no history and have no postseason success really to speak of outside of like right. one made one major upset. Um it it's depressing comparing yourself to Iowa State. No no offense to Iowa State fans out here who may be in the audience, but yeah, it's like like Ryan for for reference, the Columbus Blue Jackets have two postseason series wins in the twenty two years this team has existed. That's not um, great. They they didn't win their first one until year nineteen. So, you know that's 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 what we're working with here. So you so you guys were thrilled when the Golden Knights came along and were like, "What hockey is hard?" Yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a bad that was a bad beat. <laughs> was a bad um, beat. Um, well, and if I say and if I say Iowa State, like, what is like the first moment you think of when you think of Iowa State? I mean, it's because I'm poisoned. It's any any game against Iowa, any Alaska game. <laughs> well, where I was going to go is the the Seneca Wallace touchdown. Oh, sure. Remember that? Yeah. And so yeah. the Blue Jackets, Rick Nash had a goal that was very similar to that, where he just skated around like every single Coyotes player. So that's like we hey hey remember this one highlight that we had that was like right, super cool. Right. And right. and that's oh yeah. What about like a trophy or uh, no no we're not no, we don't with that the, the the team has two banners hanging in the rafters. One is a retirement banner for Rick Nash, who was like the only superstar in franchise history mm-hmm. for like fifteen years, and the other is a banner thanking their owner who passed away. So you know cool. that's where we're at. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> so so now I have to ask. Yeah, if y'all are Iowa State, who is Iowa? Ooh. Uh, mm. Competency because it beats our ass in routinely. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is the team who is like their signature is we're just gonna draw, we're just gonna drown everything to like a messy mm-hmm. bog of a, of a game. We're not looking for fireworks. We are looking for like unpleasantry, and we're happy. I guess. I guess the version here would be like we love a a one nil. That's what we're a one zero is our like perfect hockey score. I think it could be the Flyers. 
Oh, I was going to say, um, because I just wrote a preview for this team, um, I'm thinking back to like the early history of the franchise where mm-hmm. the Blue Jackets would routinely lose fight-filled games to the Nashville Predators. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they lose a lot. They can't, like, I when I wrote the preview, I looked it up. Um, the Jackets are 9-35 and in Nashville all time. Whoa. Like, they, I, I want to say they've won, like, three times in the last, like, 10 trips to Nashville. It's mm-hmm. abysmal. So Okay. Okay. Oh, no, this actually works really well, too, because Nashville has uh, a great goalie, great defense, and on offense, it's like, how are you this bad? How are you not <laughs> scoring more? And they're yep. bright yellow. And they're bright yep. yellow. Yep. yep. This is all right. Great. I live in an Iowa town. Didn't even know. I'm happy. I'm happy I learned this guy. This explains the Music City Bowl. Okay, good. <laughs> Grab the kids, go to a Preds game. <laughs> uh, so a team that uh, is in the news for all the wrong reasons uh, is Vancouver, who just fired their coach, but everyone knew for like a month that they were firing the coach. And even like a week in advance, we knew who the replacement was going to be. <laughs> and once they fired him and replaced him, a member of the Vancouver like organization called one of the like NHL insiders and blamed him for this process being dragged mm-hmm. out for so long okay. because wow. it was like, you reported on this. So you made this awkward. This is all okay. actually the media's fault. Okay. I have a feeling I know what team you're going to pair this with. Well, and, wanna, you know, and they said, uh, you know, Oh, we, we came, we made this decision this morning as they were having a press conference with the new coach right next to them. <laughs> we're very efficient. Yeah. Uh, so this reminded me of, the Miami Hurricanes last year, and the Danny Diaz, <laughs> Mario Cristobal thing. Yeah, I mean the dysfunction you were mentioning felt Auburn to me, but you're right. Oh. That is, this is an extremely, it it really, it really. I think it's because people don't have super strong feelings one way or the other about Manny Diaz, but it is kind of wild that they were just like, yeah, man, we're just gonna let you be our coach for two weeks and openly talk about how that's not going to be the case but like we're not going to fire you that would be too easy well or they're like uh, oh you know yeah miami is you know they're pursuing mario cristobal and it's like wait have they fired manny diaz oh no we're not doing that yet no 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 <laughs> um now i've got uh a team who this doesn't so much apply this year but for the previous couple decades a team that was a very good team but didn't have a lot of postseason success. Okay. Um, had a lot of amazing offensive stars, could score a lot, not so much on the defensive side. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know enough. I know enough to know what it's like to be a Leafs fan <laughs> vis-a-vis the postseason. <laughs> so, like, frankly, if you, I think if you told Leafs fans, like, hey. What if you could have one Stanley Cup in the last 25 years? They'd be like, yes, please. Absolutely. <laughs> and I also feel like this would then make Montreal, Texas. And that's just a funny juxtaposition. <laughs> good, good, good. Play la chanson de Chuchu, you know? <laughs> And that is a final piece of the trifecta. If Toronto's Oklahoma, if Montreal is Texas, then Ottawa is Texas A&M. 
because they had a big wow. summer. They made a lot of trades. They brought in a lot of talents. Be like, oh, so Ottawa's going to be like really good now, right? And uh, seeds is Ottawa good right now? They are not. No, no, they're not good. <laughs> they're still bad. I also know enough that to, that like the decline of Ottawa has been very public and very unpleasant, and that feels pretty Texas A&M as well. <laughs> also, doesn't like Ryan Reynolds taking over Texas A&M feel just like right in some way? Because there's rumors he's in on the like owner, the future mm-hmm. ownership group that, for the Ottawa Senators. Couldn't you see Ryan Reynolds just like showing up with Reveille at on the sidelines of a Texas A&M well, game? Yeah, I was going to say that he is the Reveille in terms of like, oh, this very pretty thing that's not going to actually do anything, but people are going right. to obsess about. Yeah. But we'll look at him and yeah, and and whatever he says, if he cancels class, Ryan Reynolds barks in class, so everybody gets an A. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, I was going to look up like, wait, didn't doesn't Ottawa have like an animal mascot? Um, but it turns out it was a a cat, not a dog. Uh, I'm posting that in the chat there. If you guys want, this is the Google image search for Sparta cat. Oh no. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. He's like a lion on meth. I think uh, this is depressing. <laughs> and also, why is he called Sparta cat? If there's a senators, Sparta didn't have a senator. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, just based on the aesthetic. I, I think we can all agree not a lot of thought went into anything about this mascot. This is unfortunate. Fair enough, yeah. Um, so moving on, I had um, – we had what are teams that could match up with like Alabama and Georgia? Right. And at first I thought, okay, well, Tampa has been a very dominant team. They've won back-to-back titles, then they – went to the cup final again last year. So, you know, are they the Alabama? But no, I think that they are the Georgia Mm -hmm. because Georgia's going back to back, but I don't think people hate Georgia yet. Am I wrong about this? Not, not in the same way that people hate Alabama. I mean, you're asking the wrong person, but yes, I think like, and I was talking to somebody about this on Twitter the other day about like, Georgia fans are not nearly as annoying as Alabama <laughs> fans. Like they have a ways to go. I think they'll get there, but oh, yeah. they're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that Alabama then is another team with a lot of success, another team that has won back-to-back titles recently, but is not fun at all. The Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay. <laughs> sure. And that sort of fits too with the like, Every, you know, you, you sort of go back and like, were they good in the nineties? And like, yeah, first stretch. Yeah. That they have like some history here. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like how, how a Yinzer sang Roll Tide. With music. You know what? I'll just ask Kirshner. That's fine. Roll, roll Tide. <laughs> Did you and say also Roll you could... Roll Tide. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess you could also say, like, is the team nearly going bankrupt and moving to Kansas City? That's basically what, like, the Mike Price era or something, oh, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. A little bit of Shula in there as well, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and then, like, you know, the Penguins have got, like, Sidney Crosby as the face of the team, and he's just kind of a very bland Canadian, nothing interesting there, like any of the various Bama quarterbacks. But right, then, right. you know, the Tampa has, like, Nikita Kucherov, like drinking beer in the post-game press conference, and they're like having their cup celebration, riding jet skis, and riding jet skis. That feels like a very George way to celebrate. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Like Nick Saban would never allow that level of fun. Like, 
<laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's talk about other other teams in the Metro division. Uh, we'll kind of describe them to you, and you can let us know what okay. college. I'll free associate. This is yeah. good. This is good. So, mm-hmm. so, like, see, Flyers, this is a team that is committed to a style of play that is absolutely outdated and is not going to work. Um, but they had, you know, glory in like the seventies or whatever. So they're on national TV far too much. For... <laughs> oh no! I just walked into this. Okay. All right. I, I think I think I'm hearing hints of Notre Dame. Uh, that's what I, that's that... that's where it feels like we're going. I did not plan that. I was not thinking that when I described it. I am happy to have teed that one up in. Ryan, you just knocked that 400 yard, uh, 400 feet to dead center. Good. I want to thank you for that. Thank you who so is, very, very much. Who is the Charlie Weiss of Flyers history? It has Ooh. to be Ron Hextall, right? Or, uh, or, or right, Dave Hextall, maybe? Dave Hextall. I'm getting up, uh, I'm pulling up Flyers head coaches right now. The, the problem with this is there's so many good options in the last 20 yeah. years. <laughs> good, well, good. Oh, I do like, uh, Coached, coached uh, by a guy from Massachusetts that, that's a known asshole. So like Brian Kelly, John Tortorella, that track. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking torts. <laughs> that's the other thing is like, I, I appreciate Tortorella. Obviously, like the lightning thing is mm-hmm. part of it. But I appreciate when you are such a known asshole that even people who don't follow your sport are like, oh, my God, this fucking guy again, once again. It's amazing. Like, that takes some skill. And it's like, I remember when the Jackets hired John Tortorella, the only, like, I knew he had won a Stanley Cup, and I knew he was whatever with the New York Rangers. The last time we had seen him was him trying to fight the entire Calgary Flames locker room. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) I was like, this this can't possibly end well. You know what? Nobody at this point can be like, well, we didn't know what we were getting into. Like, Right. Caveat mTOR completely applies to torts at this point. I right. appreciate that about it. there's an honesty to it. Uh, so there's another Metro team that I think I think I've got maybe an idea for. Um, the Washington Capitals in 2018 when they won. Yep. I feel like people still liked Alexander Ovechkin, but now in 2023, uh, you know they've got some issues. We're not so much on board with that. And so again, to bring up Brian Kelly, could the Capitals be LSU? It's like 2019, super fun, happy they won. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, we don't. I don't want them to be good. What, what, what's what are they doing here? Hmm. Okay. Um, I think that could work. I, I I I think that sort of fits with like, broadly speaking, when LSU is good. Mm-hmm. Most of us are on board with that, unless you have like, unless right. unless you're like, I don't like LSU for a specific reason. They are not a team where it's like, oh no, these guys again. Like we're mm-hmm. okay with it, and and I think that it will probably be true of the Caps for some strip. Maybe not right now. I agree. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I'll go with that. Like I I. I need to see more out of a Washington tailgate before I can give them this crown, but I'm, oh. willing, I'm willing to go this far. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, that tailgating in D.C. is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although although celebrating in a fountain after you win a title, that is a sure. very LSU yeah. thing to do. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that, though, the, the Caps players, that was a celebration for the ages. They, they really got into it. Um, 
Colorado Avalanche, last year's champions, this year, ton of injuries. Uh, what is an example of a team in college football recently that maybe had a, a great season, great team, but then really just fell off a cliff immediately for, for any number of reasons? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to try to stick to ones where it's not, oh, no, reasons, because I don't <laughs> want to talk about Baylor. In Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you know what? Maybe we can, this is not necessarily this version of it, but maybe we can go with like the transitional Chip Kelly to Mark Helfrich Oregon teams where it's mm. sort of like, oh man, it was going so well. And then it immediately stopped going so well. Like yeah. the the cliff mm. after going to that title game, they lost Ohio State. It feels like everything after that was just like, oh, this is so bad. So, 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 so bad. So I can't be- I can't believe I'm going to take this to this place, but when yeah. I think of the Colorado Avalanche, I think of a team that had a lot of success in the late 90s, wandered in the dark for 20 years, and returned to glory the last two years. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I, are we are, are we comparing Colorado to the Michigan Wolverines here? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, yeah, I think we I are. Hate, I, I hate I hate myself for even uttering these words, but here's here's what I want you to remember. You've made so many Red Wings fans mad right now. So I I think that yeah. yeah, I think that made this whole thing completely <laughs> worth worthwhile. It. Yes. Uh, so on that note, Right again. Thanks so much for coming on here. Uh, tell people where they can find you. Uh, if you want to hear more of this level of scintillating uh, sports <laughs> in, uh, discourse, shut down Fallcast wherever you download podcasts. You can find me at Celebrity Hot Tub on the internet. And I don't know. I got time. So if you want to have me on your show, shoot me an email. Ryan.nanny at Gmail. I'll do it. <laughs> Thank you so uh, much, Ryan. This has yeah. been a lot of fun. Yeah, I cannot endorse enough. Hire Nanny. Have him do stuff for you. It's great. You're the best, Ryan. Thank you, Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank it. you. And tune in next time. For more content from the canon, check out jacketscanon.com or follow us on Twitter at CBJCanon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. Our theme music is the song Green Eyes by Angela Purley and the Howlin' Moons. Angela's new album, Turn Me Loose, is out now. Go to angelapurley.com for more music and show dates.